It takes two hours to produce a 30 second. <laughs> I am a one take wonder. The whole editing is going to edit my talk. I'm not editing his talk. All right. All right. Hello, everyone. Okay. Good again. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Koala. And I'm Tim. Timothy Go, that is. Today we'll have a very fun episode. I invited my friend Timothy Go to my channel. Tim used to be an anchor at CNA, one of the major TV channels in Singapore. He's from Canada, but he's a Singapore lifer. A Singapore lifer, yeah. <laughs> As in, I've lived here for a long time. Hey Tim, wanna try a sentence or two to show my audience how to pro talks? This is how we talk. Hello everyone, my name is Timothy Go, and I'm being interviewed by Koala today in a cooking studio. We are at McPherson today. So actually my first time being in this neighborhood. So almost everyone in Singapore knows you, Tim. Actually, let me correct you on that. People of a certain age know me, and then people who are younger than 30 would because their parents were watching the news <laughs> when I was doing the news. On the same note, we usually don't have a lot of friends who are anchors, and I do personally know a couple you of friends. You are. Well, super amateur level. I do personally know a couple of friends in CNBC. Mm -hmm. Just curious, uh, how much does the anchor earn? <laughs> not as much as they do, not in Singapore. Hey, can I tell you this? Yeah. My very first salary when yeah. I came to Singapore yeah. in 2001, I was paid 1800 So what's the range up to? I think it's probably maybe now high four figures or low five figures kind of thing. It really depends on which network. I'm kind of bad with calculating the monthly, so yearly is yearly, kind of like... it's about 100000 maybe in Singapore. Really? It's not that much because it's, wow. we are a very small market. I always saw in the US the in the US is like different. in a million. Yeah, in the US it's different. If you are doing big networks in a big market. In this part of Asia, I think Singapore might be one of the lowest because of the market size. So if you are doing it in the Philippines, in Indonesia, in Thailand, you get a lot more. Oh, you never thought about going back to Philippines? I did. To That's why I know how much they're getting paid. Oh, so how much are they getting paid? <laughs> oh, it would easily be double what we're getting here Whoa. to start. So, so, so tell me, how did you get a job as an anchor before? I've been in the news and media business yeah. since 1996. So that'll be about 25 years. So I was doing internship in a radio station in Vancouver and maybe they like my style and like my voice. I was an intern. Can you believe that? They put oh. me on air. Wow. They sent me out to do reports and then overnight they put me to do the news. When I was on radio, I always dressed up properly. <laughs> even on radio and I had my colleagues would, who would tell me like can somebody tell Tim this is radio <laughs> and then after that I tried to get a job uh, on TV but in North America Asian male anchors are not really very common there's very few you can count it probably with one hand the number of Asian male anchors. Basically, the Connie Chung syndrome says that American viewers, or North American viewers for that matter, prefer to see a white man and an Asian anchor. 
together. So after that, I said, forget it. So I came to Singapore. Channel News Asia started. I sent out my demo reel, came for an audition. They hired me and here I am. You flew all the way here just for audition? Yeah. December 2000, I came to Singapore wow. to audition, to do a, a By yourself, interview. like this yeah. was not arranged by anyone? Well, I was in contact with them. So they said, if you come to this part of the world, on your own account. I hope <laughs> they paid for your flight. No, they didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, okay, you pay for your ticket, you pay for your hotel. If we offer you a job and hire you, we reimburse you back. If you have to spend a little bit of money, I just asked my parents for money. <laughs> <laughs> I need a plane ticket, well, I need $100 for a hotel. <laughs> yeah. So when I first heard Tim's voice, I was like, wow, this guy's voice was so nice. But really, like, how and where were you trained to be an anchor? I didn't always sound like this. You started as an anchor or like, what's this training process? Like, did you get a job as an anchor first and then you train or you train first, then you... So I was doing internship in a radio station in Vancouver. This is what I do, which I don't think a lot of on-air people do, is I listen to myself every single day. If I don't like something about how I said it. Oh gosh, every time I listen to my own YouTube video, I feel like my voice is so strange. So yeah. you know what I tell, what yeah. I would tell you? Yeah. You have to love your voice. I love your low voice. Like it sounds more magnetic. Yeah, I'm sure some of my audience love, love both of I'm our sure voices. They do. <laughs> so you've been living in Singapore for 20 years? Yeah. Really lifers, I mean, like I, how's your experience living in Singapore as a foreigner? You're I, not really a foreigner anymore. Not anymore. I, I've how's lived your in English? Kamla. We are expecting for, something more offense from uh, you. 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can't understand everything. Um, it's home. I've been in Singapore for 20 years, so it's the longest place I've ever lived in. Wow, even longer life. than Canada. Yeah. Even longer than Canada. So I explored Singapore by bus, by train, and, and I was very surprised about how efficient. How's life is like living CNA and semi-retired right now? <laughs> it's great. I left CNA in 2015. So just yeah. about six months after I came back from Machu Picchu. And you oh, know they really? say when you go to Machu Picchu, you will feel some kind of positive energy vortex. That's I didn't awesome. know about that. That. until I left my job like that was the positive vortex so we know that you are running subway shops now mm -hmm. so that's one of your retirement business I would say yeah but how was it going during COVID fortunately um, for subway because it's very reasonably priced and we are in a residential area during the work from home era the circuit breaker we were very busy so you have like one or I only have one, one at the moment because as you know starting a F&B business in Singapore is not easy oh, it's you would know <laughs> It's very Super tough. I, it's, it's hard to find yeah. people to work, right? Yeah, so, um, I did my hawker center work a couple of weeks ago, so you guys know. <laughs> and hawker center operators, I saw that they own and they work in their stall. Yes. So the hours are long. When I started my subway, I was there from opening. I have to bake bread. I didn't have manager at that time when we started. My business partner has a day job. He can come at night to help me count the money because I can't count money. <laughs> <laughs> I can help with that. That's something I'm good at. <laughs> but yeah, we were there. I was there at 5.30ish to start baking bread and cookies wow. and prepare the store. It's not easy to do F&B in Singapore. It is fun. So what's your aspiration in life now? To fully retire. 
<laughs> Who doesn't want that? <laughs> no, no. Fully retire in my case is to be able to only do what I want to do in terms of work. I think you reach a certain age or stage, not so much an age, but a stage in your life where it's not all about working or earning money anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's about, you know, some people want to see the world. I want to see as much of the world as I can and get yeah, to know more people, sure. more cultures, understand. And at the end of the day, as you would know, we're all the same. Right, people anywhere in the world are the same. <laughs> they um, look different. They look, yeah, we look yeah. different. The bottom of it, we all just want to be loved, to talk to people, to enjoy life, not to work too much. And that's why I want to retire in Uzbekistan. Tell us about the hotel that you are building in I, Uzbekistan too. I love Uzbekistan so much. And this is funny because I saw this on TikTok that in our past life, we would have lived somewhere. A numerology thing that I recently discovered. So you add your birth date and whatever, and it corresponds <laughs> to where you were before. I was in Kazakhstan. By the way, a lot of people say I look like from Kazakhstan. You do look like I just can't speak Russian. Central Asia. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Iran people are one of the most beautiful humans. And they're in the very world. mixed. Like there are Iranians who look like you or me. And I want to retire in Uzbekistan because I think that's where my past life was. You know when you visit a country, a city, a town, and you all of a sudden feel like you've been there before, even though you haven't. Deja vu. Deja vu. It happened to me in Kiva. I feel deja vu across the entire Central Asia. You do? Yes. I think I would too, because I felt the same in Iran and Uzbekistan, and that's why I'm looking at those countries to retire. I've always wanted to have a bed and breakfast as part of one of those things I like. An opportunity came up with a friend of mine, and last year during the COVID, we weren't planning to do it so soon because I don't have the funds to do it so soon, but last year presented an opportunity in that there were construction workers who were not working and therefore labor is even cheaper. And so we jumped into it and started building. By middle of next year, we should be ready. Do we have discount if we Of course, <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> do you plan to have a travel channel? Because you like travel I, so much. You know, the thing about what, what we do here is yeah. that when you do it for fun, it's fun. But when you start doing it because it's work. Yeah, it, it's not it, fun it, anymore. It doesn't, it's not fun anymore. It's just like me, when I started this channel, doing a lot more of travel content. But then later on, everywhere I go to, I feel I couldn't really enjoy myself. Because, because I'm you're shooting. shooting. Yes. Filming everywhere. I need to film my meal. I need to film. Uh -huh. I'm taking a bus, taxi. I feel like... I just completely not You're not able there to, anymore, right? Yeah. You're just living it because yeah. you have to produce something. And for people who don't know how this whole like behind the scene, like it's so tough to film by yourself, talk to the camera by yourself, script it by yourself. It takes two hours to yeah. produce a 30 second. Yeah, it takes two hours to produce a 30 second video yeah. that you guys are seeing. So did you script your own script before? Yeah, of course. Oh, you write all your we, script? We plan the shots and script. Wow. Uh, you know, I do it myself. I work with producers. It's wow. a big team. That, and then you have to work with your editor. You do everything yourself. Yeah. So it's even harder. How many times do you usually say one sentence before you get the right? I am a one-take wonder. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or that's what... When I was younger at a Channel News Asia, that's what the cameraman would tell me. So for this whole video, the whole editing is going to edit my talk. I'm not editing, I'm not editing his talk anymore. <laughs> I want to ask you about your travel plans. Of course, I'm always up for it. I mean, my last trip was in Africa uh, in March 2020. 
I went to Equatorial Guinea, Benin, Togo, Ghana, Sao Tome, Principe. So I'm really looking forward to going back to Africa. All right, so thanks for watching today. Hope you guys have fun with us. And don't forget to give us a thumbs, thumbs up, up or two or it's four <laughs> and follow and subscribe. And most importantly, share this share video. The video. And when you share, ask them to share it too. The more you share, sharing is good. Just keep sharing. Sharing is loving. Crazy cool. <laughs> Timothy Go, thank you. This is fun. Hey guys, I'm at the Bake by Wolf studio, but I'm not cooking. We're doing an interview with her, the crazy koala. So watch out for that interview. On YouTube. On YouTube. It's the hard work of a YouTuber. She has to shoot everything herself. You guys think it's easy. <laughs> Interviewer. <laughs>